Give thanks to the Lord of Lords who made the great lights, the sun to govern the day, the moon and stars to govern the night. His love endures forever. Psalm 136, verses 3 and 7 through 9. Chuck, uh, we um, started this psalm on November 17th, and um, we should have, since we're going to be in the psalm for a total of 11 days, we should have sort of given an outline of what this psalm is doing. It's, it's, it repeats the phrase, uh, his love endures forever, but it applies to various aspects of life. And I, I, you study the Psalms and you, you know, but I think it would be great to have a little background on uh, why this is an important Psalm and why we're in it so many days. Yeah, this would be called by most uh, Old Testament scholars a Thanksgiving hymn, and uh, it's antiphonal in nature. Uh, each of the, for his steadfast love endures forever, the idea that a lot of scholars have had is the worship leader would read the quality of what is being described of, of God um, as today. Um, give thanks to the Lord of Lords who made the great lights and the sun to govern the day and the moon and the stars to govern the night. And then the people would respond, his love endures forever. And uh, that form was something we actually used at Stanwich Church. On the Wednesday eve before Thanksgiving, we would do a Thanksgiving service. And just reviewing my uh, 2013 journal, I had written on what a great night that was. Uh, somewhere between 100 and 200 people, lots of families. And over 50% of the people who stood up to give spontaneous Thanksgiving were teens and kids. And it was just one of those glorious moments. And this is the same type of thing that's happening here. Uh, the psalmist is uh, calling, evoking uh, the people to give thanks to the Lord. And his steadfast love is the quality of God's covenant, never changing, changing faithful love. And so the people uh, in celebrating these large, great deeds of God say, yeah, uh, but best of all, his love, his steadfast love, endures forever. That's beautiful. And um, one of the unique features of this uh, enterprise, this book, uh, and uh, this this uh, uh, journey through the Psalms is that uh, on every page of the book, there is a picture. And in this case, it's a totally memorable moment uh, when my son Arthur and I were up in Maine, and we were on uh, Acadia in Acadia National Park, and Arthur had learned about the moonrise would be a full moon, and the largest—I uh, don't know—they have a certain name for it, but it's it's where it's magnified at its greatest. And so, up to the top of Mount Desert, uh, the Cadillac Mountain on Mount Desert Island, we went. Um, it's reported that that place is the place where the sun rises uh, over the United States first. And here we were in October looking out at sea uh, in Maine, and this uh, disc starts to manifest itself at the, on the horizon, uh, first a little tiny thing. And then as it rises, it comes, of course, bigger and bigger, and it just dominates uh, the whole uh, scene. 
But really what was amazing, it was just experiencing uh, what the psalmist is talking about and what you just uh, recited from Genesis. And God made the two great lights, the greater to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars. And uh, here we were experiencing it and we were there to take photographs, but we were there just to stand in awe of the what we were witnessing as this moon was rising over the ocean. And it evokes a response of thanksgiving when you see the wonder of creation like that. Amen.